Hello, hello everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode of the OdaFest podcast. It's me, Nancy, and I'm here with Angelo and Jay. Hello, hello. It's me, Jay. And hey, this is the original Pokemon 151 episode. It's a brand new episode. Angelo jumped the the, uh, shark last episode. He was like, original 150, but then there was 151. So this is the I think you mean I jumped the Sharpedo. The Sharpedo. Well done. done. I know the name of that one Pokemon. (laughs) Yeah, that's the only Pokemon you know. (laughs) I know that Pokemon, and I know Peekaboo, and that's it. I, I don't even know those. Dang it. Yeah, Peekaboo. You have to. You have the to push peek-a-blue. the truck, uh, yeah. catch the Mew, put into Bill's PC, take ten steps backwards, spin around, fly to Viridian City, talk to the old man, and then he gives you Peekaboo. It's true. Damn, you know that very well. No, I made that it up on the spot. That's exactly <laughs> what children did twenty years ago. Oh, and we wanted to believe it. And I then still they made... don't believe there's a truck. <laughs> there is a truck. You've never seen I it? Don't, I've never seen the truck. Oh, I've, I've definitely Me seen neither. it. Me neither. The weird thing is, like, in the game is that there is a truck. There's which is no what way. Made, which is what made that, like, whole, uh, let's call it urban legend, like, plausible in the first place. Because people would be like... Why is there a truck here in the SSN area that you can't normally access uh, because of how the gameplay and the story sort of uh, went? But if you were able to keep going back to the dock, because in the original, like, if you played the game normally, the ship would leave and you wouldn't be able to access that area again. But you needed Surf to access the truck. Anyway, it's very convoluted, but I loved it because it was that tiny seed of plausibility. Exactly. Hmm. Hmm. Yep. Real OG Pokemon players will know what I'm talking about. The Gen 1ers will understand. Gen 1, the only one I know where I can remember all the Pokemon. Because Gen 2, I can remember most of the Pokemon. Like 98%. Can you name all 26 unknowns? No, that's too much. (laughs) I don't think they have separate names. They're just unknown. No. Unknown. unknown A through Z. I never I never made it past elementary school, so it was Damn. We don't I don't want to talk about it. Fair. <laughs> did did we hit a nerve? No, but I hit my eye. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, what happened an optic there? Nerve. We hit an optic nerve. <laughs> no, I or did not did we hit, hit my a cornea? I had a corneal abrasion abrasion mm. as they say very painful if i recall it was uh it was not fun i uh hit myself with some work equipment that was like sort of a mundane thing but like i just couldn't react in time because it was like a freak accident thing it was not something that like is a I, I, the way i term it is that if i tried to repeat it a hundred times, I probably wouldn't get it at all again. Like, it probably wouldn't happen. But, yeah, like... Was uh, it, like, Final Destination-style freak accident? I've never seen that movie, so I don't know. Oh. Oh. Basically, it's a movie <laughs> about so freak accidents. So Jake can still drive just... near log, log trucks. Uh, yeah, also that. 
Jay can I still drive your well, yeah, feature. Like, well, so I know about that, but that seems like you're just sort of placing yourself in a position of higher probability for injury or death, right? Well, I mean, that did feature very prominently a log truck or a truck carrying, like, steel beams or something. Okay. That featured prominently in, like, the first Parasite Eve movie that they released in Japan. Because that's, like, that's just, to me, that's just higher probability versus, like, this is extremely low probability and unpredictability. But anyways, it happened. So I had to go get checked out and I got eye medication. But the doctor Which was... Is- your uh, eye like drops? Was, eye drops? Was it like an antibacterial? Uh, like, what was it? What did they give you? Ciprofloxacin. I wish that doesn't we sound had a real. pharmaceutical friend online that we could ask. It's mostly a antibacterial. I don't know. I don't think it has a... Uh, I don't think it has like a steroid in it, but I'm not sure. Ah. Hmm. All I know is that if it doesn't deworm livestock, it's probably not doing its job. The yeah. good, actually, I made that joke when I went to the pharmacist for it. <laughs> I was like, I'm here to get my ivermectin. And they're like, ha, what are you here for? <laughs> and I was like, I'll take Jesus. my eye juice, please. Um, oh, man. I bet they hear that one a lot. Right oh, now, absolutely. Probably. Um, but yeah, when I was getting seen by the doctor, they're like, oh, you know, it's like not too bad. Like nothing in my vision's affected, but it did hit my cornea, which is, you know, like painful. Um, Mm -hmm. not like a terribly deep scratch, but still again, eyes, precious things Mm -hmm. uh, and sensitive things. So like, it's Mm -hmm. just, it gets irritated a lot easier. And I tried to try to limit my screen time, which is really a joke because I never really limit my screen time. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, and then they were like, oh, the doctor was, like, great guy, but he was like, oh, it's going to take a while to heal. And I'm like, what's a while to heal in, like, medical terms, right? Because that could be, like, six months, a year. Yeah, yeah it'll take, like, uh, two or four weeks, two hours, weeks. two minutes. You'll and he was, like, he was like, oh, it should be pretty good in, like, five days. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Okay. <laughs> all right. Better. That's not That's not a while at all. <laughs> But everyone seems to have very different different definitions of while. Yeah, but like when it comes to like, is it a while on a geological scale? Yes. (laughs) Was it the other day? And I've come to realize that the other day could be anywhere between two to like fourteen days. Yeah, the other day could mean any day that's happened so far except today. Yeah, the other day, Julius Caesar crossed the Rhine. To me, I, I would say the other day is anything within the last two months at maximum. Wow. that's actually, I would say the other day for me would be like any time in the previous week. Yeah, that's probably more likely that some people would re- refer to that. But I was like, maximum two months, more likely one month. The, but- like, going by that time scale, it's like I, I actually we were talking before we started recording and I was like, oh, Oh, that happened to uh, to my previous girlfriend that she scratched her cornea with a, a cosplay contact. Take care yeah, of your cosplay like contact, everybody. Ago. And I was like, yeah, that was like four years ago. And then I was like, wait a minute. No, it wasn't. I wasn't dating her four years ago. This was like 10 years ago. Holy cow. Mm. What? Mm. What? 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 What year is it? Time is a fickle beast. 
time is not so a the other day my girlfriend scratched like my ex-girlfriend scratched her cornea doing cosplay at ccee I see. The other day. So again, the other day can be any time between (laughs) two days ago and forever. Uh Exactly. The other day, a a fish-like creature crawled onto land. And simultaneously turned into a human. I mean, that's a thing that still happens. And now I have to pay taxes. (laughs) So that's how I feel about that. Actually, I don't mind paying taxes. Paying taxes is... You know, depending on how those taxes are being used. Sometimes paying taxes is the why. There's a reason why I didn't have to pay anything to go see the doctor to get a diagnosis about my scratched eye. Hey, that that sounds like some socialist communism right there. Sure does. I'm all for Uh, glorious, wonderful socialist communism. (laughs) Indeed. So, how is your eye feeling now? It's okay. It's. I should probably put in. I should probably put in an eye drop right now, actually, so I might do that. But uh, with something I learned just with this set of eye drops, because so uh, I th- I've mentioned I got uh, like LASIK laser eye surgery. surgery, yeah, like yeah. like last year, and mm-hmm. um, after that, there's uh, like a year's worth of treatment for eye drops and stuff. Uh, a year? And, no, wait. What am I saying? A year? No, uh, like three months. Yeah, like three so months. A while. If you got LASIK, Sorry, if I've you had got LASIK PRK, for then... a year. I've had LASIK for a year. If you have like complications post surgery, such as like dry eye, then yes, you would have eye drops. But like I didn't. I only just had like the regular stuff for like antibacterial and all that kind Dude, of. Dude, I had the driest eyes after that surgery. They were so dry. I was, I was constantly putting hydrating drops in. I was pretty lucky. I didn't really need that. I just needed the regular stuff, like. Just to keep the, just the to steroids, keep just to keep the scarring down, and exactly. But yeah. um, I noticed, like, I don't think I noticed at that time that there was any f- like flavor to the eye drops. Because oh no, I did. I noticed. I, my, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we had different eye drops. But well, like, why are you, are you tasting your eye drops? Or yeah, you, you can taste, taste your, your eyes. eye drops, Angelo. Well, no, you can. No, biologically speaking, you're. So if something enters your your mucous membrane from your eye and into which goes like down sort into of your nose into your into your sinuses which goes into the back of your throat so you can taste a little bit of uh, your eye oh, medicine. Oh, you totally can. And yeah, the steroid drops for immediately afterwards, yeah. they tasted weird. Yeah, so the one I'm the the, the stuff I'm using now, this uh Cyprofloxacin, and whatever. I don't know why I'm trying to pronounce it. Anyway, this every physician out antibacterial, there antibacterial. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> they make a lot of money. Uh, they can take a little. They can, they can take a little mispronunciation. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like this is the only set of eye drops because I also have a set of like um, artificial tears, but they don't taste like anything. So this artificial set of, tears has science gone too far. In my day, we made them the old-fashioned way. <laughs> By being oh, sad and listening to emo <laughs> 90s but if, music. But if your eyes don't generate enough, it store-bought is fine. Mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah, anyways, these have a taste to them. I don't yeah. love them. I, I, they're not, like, terribly bitter, but they're not, like, a good flavor. That It's not just, like, saltiness or whatever. So I try to do the thing, wait about... 10 minutes after to actually eat or drink because if I do, I think it just makes my food taste worse. 
Uh, yeah, I could see that. That's fair. But yeah, that's the thing. I never considered that. I never thought that you'd be able to like taste your eye drops through your eyes. That that's Today, not Angelo something I learned. even thought of. No, no, it's true. And I only know that because I had to go through similar medication after laser eye surgery. So, yeah. Yeah. It's not something you'd think about exactly. But could you imagine having flavored eye drops? I was just about to say that. Like, would that be cool? <laughs> but then I'm not going to lie. And uh, we might have to cut this out. <laughs> I am not saying to do this. I don't want anyone to try this. But what if you put CBD oil in your eye? Don't oh, put oil boy. in your eye. Oh, no. What if you Honestly, put a solution I have, I have that? lived a very long life of trying to keep <laughs> things out of my eyes. And uh, all I can say is what? do not put oil in your eye. Okay. <laughs> it will yeah, not putting lubricate. Putting oil in your eyes is actually not good. It will not lubricate your eyelids. This is it true. Not. It's not the same thing as, as artificial... Uh, tears and stuff like that god what 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 are the weirdest things i've had in my eye one time uh i was putting toothpaste on my on my toothbrush and there was a bubble. you were about to say you were about to say on your eye i was there was a bubble in the tube and when it popped it it like shot a little glob of toothpaste directly into my eye and that was one of the worst burning sensations i've ever felt in my life Oh my I have Lord. I have had full contact hands on a barbecue and the toothpaste in the eye felt worse. Wow. Uh, well, your brain definitely wow. like your brain freaks out about it more because there are more nerve endings in your eye for one thing. And another time was I was drinking a glass of Coke and it was Uh-oh. fizzy and the fizz uh-huh. from the Coke got in my eye. Oh, no. It wasn't as bad as a toothpaste. So take it from me, folks. If you have to have something in your eye, have Coke in your eye over toothpaste. One of the worst things I ever had in my eye was a uh, 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 an origami ninja star. Oh. So I want to just point something out here real quick. Uh, Angelo, on record, said, I've spent a good long time of my life trying to keep things out of my eye. He's not yes. very successful at it. <laughs> Based he, on the very recent anecdotes, it just sounds like fair, thing after thing just, just gets happen. into his eye. Freak things just happen freak and thing. they go for the well, eye. To be fair, the paper ninja star, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. I, I was on the bus <laughs> in high school and I, I was like showing my friend, I was like, hey, look this, I, th- I made a paper ninja star. And then he took it and he threw it at me and it hit me in the eye. Poke wow. first. I'm glad it went to the ah. white part. There was a there was a big red circle in my eye for like six months. Ah, God, that just hurts me to hear. Yeah. So okay, at one of the offices I used to work at, um, Nerf gun fights were commonplace, but it was understood that if you were going to have a Nerf fight with someone, you were gonna tell them. But if people were caught in the crossfire, well, guess where I happen to be? Oh, no. So uh, at this old office, we used to have like this long, long hallway. And in the middle of like you could get to the hallway from either end. But in the middle of the long hallway was where the bathrooms were. So this was like, you know, five years ago, Nancy exiting a bathroom directly into a Nerf fight. And I got, like, a dart to the eye. 
and uh, I went home. I went home immediately oh. because it was like just just like that whole side of my face felt like it was burning. It hurt so oh, much. No. Oh no. Don't do this at home, kids. Mm-hmm. No nerf darts to the eye. If I if I worked in that kind of uh, office environment, I would go and get like my own nerf gun. Absolutely, I would. I would definitely want like the heavy firepower for the nerf gun wars. But I also just wear safety glasses all the time. <laughs> oh so, my god! Funny story. I, uh... Funny story. There were people who had actual nerf implements. So like they went to the toy store and they got like a gun or like the turret or the whatevers. But then there were people who improvised. Ooh, and the people who improvised oh no. had taken like a cardboard, um, like it was basically the the tube insert of that's like on the inside of like uh, really big rolls of resinite or like basically uh, commercial saran wrap, and they had these really skinny, like very reinforced cardboard tubes in the middle so they took one of those so these things are long when you do blow darting with something that long you can put a lot of force oh, behind no. a single dart so i actually got hit by one of those so not only was it like did it get me in the eye but it hit me at like high high velocity much higher than it would have been if you just like shot it from one of the mavericks or something did you know that blow darts are actually illegal blow dart guns i should say are illegal in canada Legal or illegal? Illegal. illegal. Oh, okay. They are classified okay, as an illegal that. prohibited weapon. I didn't you know You can't that. even go hunting with them. Well, I mean... I don't know why you would you? want to. To be <laughs> fair, to be fair, and I don't think this would cover, like, blowing Nerf darts out of a, a cardboard tube. No. So, like, but if, if you took, like, a piece of bamboo, hollowed it out, made yourself some poison darts, and tried to go, like, take down a deer or something... Yeah, you could get in trouble. Don't do that. Oh boy. Yeah. But also, I yeah okay. I could totally see someone saying, "I don't need to go buy a gun to go hunting." I've got, I've got my nerf darts. I can take down a bear. <laughs> I'll just put some uh, thumbtacks on the ends, and we'll be fine. Yeah, 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 that's that's illegal. Don't do that. So very illegal. Please do not get so yourself I in trouble. Put in the eye drops, and I can definitely taste them. Yeah. What do they taste like? I remember that taste too. Are they like it's, it's just slightly bitter, is what uh, is what it is. Bitter like, like coffee, a, but it's sort of, of the worst part is like syrup. it sort of enters because it enters into your sinuses and then like to the back of your throat, and that's how you taste it. So like you'll you'll get a little bit of sensation in your nose that there's like something in the area, I guess, and then like that you can sort of smell it, but it's not very strong at all but then you, t- you can taste it. it it's one of those few flavors that have much more taste than they do a smell anyway it's not good yeah no it's not um, so is definitely it do not mix your eye drops with like Mio or something ew gross I just I knew you milk. were going to say that the second you started saying I was just like ew bitter milk um, out of curiosity drop. Are these the the eye drops you have to shake because it's a bit of a milky substance? No. Okay. Because the ones I had were were definitely a little milky, not just like clear. No, I never had any. Like even when I was doing when I did got my LASIK, I, it wasn't milky. It was all clear. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Those I don't want to talk about things good. that I shouldn't be eating, but taste anyway. Then I yeah. will talk. Can about we talk things about things that, are that we will eating. eat? 
Yeah. Uh, you guys didn't go. But I did. I didn't go. I was working. More for me. I was working. We didn't end until like 10. <laughs> really? I thought it was supposed to go till 8. We didn't end until 10. I was well, I very mean, tired after work. Sure. I was very inundated with horrible cramps. So but, I don't uh, think I was going anywhere. Fair enough. Uh, we had the Odafest staff party. And then people can be like, oh my God, I thought you guys were volunteers. And I'll be like, yes. We are. We are volunteers. We are volunteering to party. Heck yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not like it's... Uh, no, it is actual volunteer positions. Yep. And we're not getting... We don't get paid for it. This is like a party we have once a year just to be friends like... Friends are going to we be are friends. friends. Yeah. We mostly just... We call it the Odafest staff party, but really it's just people getting together because we also happen to be friends. And yeah. we had good food. And there is people who like uh, brought... Like it's sort of a potluck. So people brought some... Um, uh, like Chinese food, there was like salt and pepper tofu and fried rice Ooh, and like uh, like Shanghai noodles. We had uh, chairman steak, which is sort of, sort of the thing that we like to have alongside like just the regular highlight. like barbecue food, such as like hot dogs, hamburgers, that kind of thing. Lots of desserts. There was like cream puffs and pie and crumble or something like that. Popsicle. Um, I guess we celebrated, uh, I, I turned older, so that was a thing, uh, the day before. Did you celebrate? Uh, I didn't super celebrate on my actual day of, uh, I think I went to go see my mom and we had dinner. So nice. that sort of that made sounds sense. like a good time. Uh, I'm going to be actually, working on my birthday this year. I actually found, I, I figured out that I had a turducken, but deconstructed <laughs> Because on my actual turducken, okay, so you know you can get like a whole bunch of free stuff, uh, mostly from restaurants, and um, in the morning, I had well, the first thing I did actually, I went to Tim Hortons because Timmy's on the app, they'll give you like a free breakfast sandwich or breakfast wrap. So I took a breakfast wrap that has nothing to do with the turducken, but it was just part of the food journey. And then mm. after that, I went to Denny's for, you know, the Grand Slam. But I didn't get the Grand Slam because I was like, this is just breakfast food. I can get breakfast food anytime. So I got one of my actual favorite uh, meals, which was a uh, turkey dinner. I got the turkey dinner at 11 or 10 in the morning, I think it was. And uh, wolfed that down. That was actually pretty decent. And I was like prepping for Thanksgiving. And so that was the turkey. And then I got to go see my mom later in the day. Uh, and she made duck. So I had duck. Obviously the middle. And then went to uh, chicken on the way, which ha give you they give you a uh, two-piece snack pack of fried chicken. And I was like, all right. And I didn't realize I had turducken until I got home. I was like awesome except probably actually better than real turducken i imagine that, actual actually turducken great. is a mess that's a wonderful hmm. food journey yes it was a good day you of know food you, like 
you and various other people I know kind of have this food route mapped up on the, mapped out on the day of their birthday because XYZ places will do fun stuff for you for your birthday. And I've always been curious just how many places in town actually do have like a birthday, like a free birthday um, meal for yeah, you. Yeah, like, yeah. So I would say... I think there used to be more uh, nowadays, uh, most restaurants. So first things first, I want to say like Denny's, I actually don't really care that much about Denny's. Like I didn't, I wasn't thinking of going until I realized they actually, or I say realized that I remembered that they have other food there other than the Grand Slam. And if you don't get the Grand Slam, you get a $12 credit to anything else on the menu. So that's still nice, right? Uh, Interesting. um, but in terms Wait, of what you're talking about, what? Nancy. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, the Grand Slam is like Denny's uh, birthday thing. Yes. The I Grand Slam is okay. 12. For those that's who don't the know. Build, that's, your, that's the build of breakfast. So that's essentially uh, you pick four items off of the breakfast uh, item menu, and they just you know cobble that together on a plate. So if you wanted to, you could get a $12 plate of just toast. It would be eight slices of toast, I believe. That would be really dumb, but But you could do it. You know what? There's someone Hmm. out there who really likes toast, and they're just like, I didn't know that. They want to pay extra for it instead of going to to the store, getting a whole (laughs) loaf of bread, and then making that at home. You don't understand, Jay. It's Denny's toast. It is the top tier of toast. It's really not. Oh, my. It really isn't. (laughs) Very far away from that. Um, if, if, if someone cared that much about toast, they would just get themselves a really nice toaster yeah. and then but just you stop can, on cobs on like, the way home. The good thing is, I will say, like any sort of build a plate sort of thing is like you can build it to your heart's desire and you can get like a whole bunch of stuff that you just the stuff that you wanted more of. So if it's like you don't need to get bacon and eggs and uh, uh, sausage and and pancakes. If you don't like pancakes, sub it for more sausage or get extra hash browns. Whenever so, I do something like that, I always strategically choose the things that I want in order to build an amazing breakfast sandwich. Oh, okay. I see what you're going for. Yeah. So you, so you get like the, the sunny side up eggs mm-hmm. and then the toast. Absolutely. And then you want like bacon and preferably sausage. But if they've got like those disc based sausages, disc shaped mm-hmm. sausages, those are better for uh, for sandwiches. Otherwise, no, you can I just cut the sausage regular sausages and yeah. Otherwise, mm. you can just cut the links in half. No big deal. But yeah, and then uh, uh, some hash browns on there. Take the other sunny side up egg and like poke the yolk and drizzle it over the the, the hash browns. And then you got your other. Do size, you really slice need to bread. poke the yolk because that just makes a bigger mess? Just poke it with your teeth when you're biting. Jay, you can't just have this, the the the. Yes, I can. I'm telling you right now. Not drenched in yolk. They'll get drenched what are you in yolk doing? from when you bite into it. You, you have to like even it with out, the, though. With the fork or knife you that God gave you, your teeth. Anyways, no, no. to address Nancy's actual question. <laughs> yes. You don't I care don't, too much about Denny's. Go on. Don't, I don't think there's that many that are... Um, uh, uh, sort of that have just that actual free thing like there are strings uh, no strings attached um so like a lot of places they'll do free dessert or maybe a free appetizer mm-hmm. but you'll have to order whatever um i will say like chicken on the way straight up you go in there you show them your id 
you got two pieces of chicken and fries and yeah. a, and a, and a oh, corn wow. fritter. I'm like, heck yeah. And oh, I like and chicken on the way. Fritter. Yeah. Not bad. Mm. That is, you know what? Uh, I was like, sure. I worked near a chicken on the way for years and never went in. I don't think I, I've ever I, actually they, been a customer of Chicken on the Way. Yeah, they're a lo- they're a local chain. I don't think they're in other places in Alberta. I think they're Calgary only, maybe. But either oh. way, their their fried chicken's pretty good. I prefer it over like KFC, but KFC is a pretty low standard. I will say, they're <laughs> they don't really have spicy options, so you can't really compare them with Popeyes. But if we're just talking like just straight up old school fried chicken. They're good. I don't see there's a, that there's That's anything wrong with it. That's why you gotta keep it. your pocket sauce handy. Yeah. So, my first foray into Korean fried chicken was probably Wow Chicken, which is and okay. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Like I, you know, I don't really get fried chicken very often, but I liked it mm-hmm. a lot. Um, and this weekend, I got to try other Wow franchise shops. I went to the bakery. It was really good. I picked like one of everything that looked good. So I came home with like a bag of 12 pastries and I just fat kitted all over them <laughs> on nice. the weekend. It was nice. It was nice. It also turns out that the one up in Royal Oak now sells Korean face masks. So I picked up some of those too. What does that mean? Like the the little cotton sheet masks oh. that you can put on at night. See, this was that I was thinking like... like face mask as in like covid face mask and i was like okay, what does, will, difference does that I will make rename it to sheet mask because would, then it's a little more clear i always just thought those are called facials is that not a facial i mean also yes it is giving yourself a facial i guess i think okay. facial more or less uh denotes like the whole you know skincare routine right. but like and, a very uh, you intense don't one. need a mask for facial you can just like slather on the product Yes. Okay. You so. do need something to like give it time to stop drying out so that it has time to permeate your skin. Because like I know that there are, um, I just you know what I was gonna say that, but I don't. I I just forgot the word. But like the stuff that's like the clay masks or whatever. Have you, and have then, you ever done the cucumbers over the eyes? No. No, I have not. That's a waste that's of a... cucumber. I'm just gonna yeah, eat the I was cucumber. Just say. That's how I would feel yeah. more relaxed. I, I wanted at the spa. to know if it actually did anything, and uh, if you could eat the cucumber afterwards. All, all and I'm I feel s- like you shouldn't. But I feel like you shouldn't, which again makes it a waste of cucumber. And I'm telling you, I can close my eyes on my own. And I'll just, if you want to relax me, give me food and cucumbers are, sure? are food and I will relax because are I'm eating the well food. Are your eyelids well lubricated? Oh yeah, if it's all Do you need to drop some olive oil in there? I would argue that a cucumber-based eye cream is going to do way more for you than an actual slice of cucumber. So save the cucumber for eating and just get an eye cream that has cucumber in it if you like that effect. Nice. Um, oh, going quickly back to uh, the staff barbecue. Uh, mm-hmm. Something that you guys missed out on. I whipped out the Mahjong board <gasps> and we played so much Mahjong. So I'm much. I'm terrible at Mahjong. In fact, I don't even Not remember the rules. Not that many people are good at it necessarily, but we had a lot of fun because like, there was a lot of folks that, did, uh, that were there that do know how to play and we were teaching a lot of our newer staffers how to play because they've never either played, but they know of it. And, you know, but they've played either like the stupid Western version of like a matching game. And I'm like, that's not Uh, it. The matching game. Yeah. I hate that the matching game is also called Mahjong because it's not Mahjong. It's super not Mahjong. 
but yes. The Mahjong uh, game is fun, don't get me wrong, but it shouldn't yeah, also be called Mahjong. Game. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we taught a bunch of people Mahjong, so now nice. new staff know, and now we're like, uh, you know, we're saying that, oh, you know, when the next actual Odafest in person, we'll, uh, we'll set up some Mahjong tables in the back. That could be fun. It would be fun. It'd be Do confusing it to people if they came by and were like, why are all of the volunteers playing? gambling what are they doing mm-hmm. but um, yeah but yeah i was gonna ask if anyone tried to pull any if any of our advanced players tried to pull any god of gambling moves no none of us were Aww. like do, we're, we're, we're very much doing it like very fun and casual but making sure that people like were getting into like the rhythm of the setup and the rules and like the winning hand uh, like basic winning hands and stuff like that. So, it was, but it was a really mm-hmm. good time. We literally, there was like we there was like a small stack of board games and like cards that people could play. No, the action was all at the mahjong table. <laughs> it was good times. So nice. I am a little bit sad. I missed that. Weather yeah. was pretty good too, wasn't it? Yeah, we expected that it was supposed to be like sort of cloudy. We we're all saying this, and then but when the time we got down there, which was like early afternoon. Like the times that there was some cloud for sure, but that was maybe like 30 or 40% of the time at most when the times that were no sun, it was just like blazing. Like I'm sure some people might've gotten sunburns. Ooh, Wait. yeah, that's not good. Eh, but overall we really couldn't complain. It was nice, mm-hmm. you know, sort of barbecue in a park feel. So you know, we're not going to have much more of those. The weather is getting cool. The fall is coming. I've had some PSLs. Oh, yes. The PSL. It mm-hmm. is the season. PSL? Mm-hmm. We just talked about oh, that a couple pumpkin spice lattes. Peasles. Yes. Okay, so Angelo, have there been any pumpkin spice flavored beers that came out this season that you've tried and liked? I have not. I, I haven't noticed anything yet. Although, uh, I haven't been drinking as much lately. Which is a good mm-hmm. thing. Mm. But uh, I am going to be looking for them soon. I was thinking about making a beer run for tonight. Mm. Oh, nice. Uh, but I think, I think I'm actually going to save uh, the beer run for after the election. Ah. Yes. To either drink away the sorrows or to celebrate or more likely just drink and complain about whatever it is anyway. Sure. I'm all up for that. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. we should do a pumpkin spice taste test. We How? should get Well, you get a bunch of spons- pumpkin spice drinks from like, you know, Starbucks, Timmy's, Second Cup, uh, What if we grounds. what if we have an in What if we have an in-person recording and we just get like pumpkin spice muffins, pumpkin spice lattes, pumpkin spice beers, the pumpkin and spice just be episode? Like, yeah, a pumpkin spice review episode. A pumpkin oh spice God. episode. We say review, but really, we're just, it's just an excuse for us to <laughs> just pumpkin spice yes. everything in our lives. Yes. I'm down. All right. That oh, could be an there's interesting like a, there's time. pumpkin spice, uh, like, like, uh, drink syrup. All of us are, are uh. just in charge of bringing one pumpkin spice flavored thing. My God. I don't even know how I would. Where would I even go to find? Mm. Look at mm. it. It's beautiful. Oh, I want is this it? now. How much is this? Oh, my. Pumpkin spice latte syrup. 
make everything spicy pumpkin style. How much is this? I found this thing, but it doesn't have a price. Maybe, can you order it on Amazon? I saw these at Winners last week. Winners? Like, you winners. can buy food at Winners? winners? No, Winners has like kitcheny stuff, like stuff like this, coffee syrups. Really? They totally have a shelf full of this stuff, yeah. Oh. Winners slash HomeSense. I go Both there for pants. Them. Oh, yeah. It's on, it's on Amazon for 24 bucks. Nice. Mm, that's not too bad. Actually, there's even Steam some cheaper ones for like 15. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah, pumpkin pie flavored, not pumpkin that. spice flavored. That's that's almost the same thing. They've actually almost. got a lot. They've even got like chai tea flavored syrup. Yep, they do. Chai, uh, chai, got a... Yeah, chai flavor is basically pumpkin spice, but like pumpkin spice is just really like sweeter. The first time My someone gave me Tarani a, a chai tea latte. Right. They described it as Christmas coffee, and I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> That's a okay. lie. Sorry, well, Nancy, Christmas what did, coffee, but Nancy, what did you say? Yes. I said my favorite Tarani uh, syrup is probably almond or mocha. Not a huge fan of mocha, but almond I could probably get behind. Hazelnut's probably my, my big deal. Just uh, mix like a really big scoop of Nutella into your milk when you're steaming it, and you're good to go. Nice. Good. And then we can do like yeah, we can do the we can do the tasting episode and then we can react, overreact to the flavor like Shokugeki. Whoa. <laughs> I bite I bite I take a sip of the pumpkin spice beer yeah. and take a bite of the pumpkin spice uh panettone. And it melts in my mouth, and yeah. my clothes explode off, and it turns out that I'm a pumpkin spice man. No, the only reason that your clothes uh, blow, are blown away is because you're not the protag. The protag is never taken to that uh, to that degree. The protag tastes it, and they're like, "There's like that 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 like black background with like a ray of light that shoots through it, and it's like, oh my god, it's amazing. Uh, I can actually, analyze every flavor molecule. I think." So since I recently watched Food Wars, there are actually a few rare scenes where the main protag does get to experience pure food bliss. And he is weak. That uh, would never would happen in Yakitate. That would never happen in Yakitate, the superior food <laughs> anime. Yakitate wasn't sexualized uh, nearly so much. Uh, I would argue that it laid all the groundwork for Shokugeki to exist in the format that it exists in. Because Yakitate absolutely uh, had reactions that were extreme. Oh, that's true. That's true. I just remember the solar hands thing and then thinking to myself that I will never be that baker because I do not have warm hands at all. Ah, solar hands versus... Polar hands. <laughs> Polar hands. I would probably be the pace, the patissier. Yeah, you be- can be you can be polar hands and make croissants because the m- butter won't melt in your cold hands. Oh my, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is the skill. This is this is the skill of being yeah. a small who has trouble regulating body temperature. Yes, but I yes. I don't know. I, I both shows were pretty good. I just. I think I have some nostalgia for Yakitate, but I also like the way it was presented more because there was, 
a <clears throat> shall we say cooking show um element to it like they would show you how to make things in their segments it wasn't just yeah. like it wasn't just food that was either sort of fantastical or out of reach it was like here's how to Realistic. make bread in uh in a, a certain cooker. way or a rice cooker i remember that that was a great uh that i never tried it but it looked really good i tried it it didn't work but i did try it i think you need a certain type of rice cooker like i have a very basic uh, rice need, cooker probably wouldn't do it you need one that doesn't turn off on you uh in the middle of of heating things so you want you want a rice cooker that isn't too overly smart oh really i have a super yeah. dumb rice cooker maybe i could so you'd make it. actually be fine so mine mine would do this thing where it goes ah i feel that it's not wet enough in there so i should stop cooking because yeah. there's no more water left and i'm like no 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 i need you to no no stop yeah. that I isn't that to, just no. about how all rice cookers work if they're no. smart ones yes if they're no. timed ones no mm -hmm. okay i will say that the superiority oh, I understand. Of, okay of shokugeki is that it encompasses all types of food, whereas yakitate focused on bread and yep. baking bread in general. And, yeah, pastries, cakes, yes. that sort of thing. I didn't know yeah. that. I, I actually haven't watched uh, almost any food anime. The one, <gasps> That's so the one weird food anime because I know that you. I have watched was kind of disappointing. Which was? Aww. Uh, what was it? Isekai Restaurant or Restaurant in Another World or some oh, bullshit like that. Oh, I remember that. And it, it had really fun character designs. Uh, it looked good and it was boring as hell. Uh, so the premise was the premise was there was this guy who had a restaurant and it was just a regular Japanese guy, regular Japanese restaurant, except there was one door that would open on Saturdays after hours and and like people from an isekai world from like a fantasy world would yeah. come in and for the most part the whole premise of this anime was just like look it is a potato that has butter on it and somebody's like oh my god you can put butter on potatoes and another time was like man here's a plate it has some rice and some shrimp on it and some guy being like holy shit shrimp how the hell did you do that? You, they, they, they go bad so fast. What? And so it was more like, it, it was more just like wanking about how convenient cooking has become over the last like hundred years than oh, really see. about how, how to cook good or how so food can be interesting. I, I am biased, but I do want you to watch some food wars with me because they actually touch on things that, you know, we like as people, like the three people that we are, we like stuff like Szechuan food and we like pastries. And some of us have like an Asian background, which gives us insight into the whole like Eastern medicine and putting that into like soup form. Mm. Uh, da, 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 da. Like there's a lot of very relatable foods in this show for me. So I just really enjoy it. Like the, the over the top stuff aside, the actual food that they highlight is really really accessible to us i mean i already just watch food shows all the time so when i watched anime that was also a food show it just saved me time really i just watched you know two genres of things that i normally would have watched anyways not and that food i watched that much anime is very much a sport anime despite the fact that it's about food 
I guess. It is basically a sport anime because he goes up against like some new person that he needs to compete with and learn from and he and incorporates an that other person's skill into yes. his technique and it's yeah, exactly. It's literal competition. Uh in an overly aggressive school for the world's next generation of top end chefs. But still but yes. Yakatate. I do recommend. I do recommend it. I do. It's it's actually just full of a lot of relatableness for me. I've heard nothing but good things about it, and it's just one of those things that I've been keeping in my pocket for one of those seasons where I have nothing to watch. Man. Is there has there even been a season where there's been nothing for you to watch recently? I think yes. there was. Yeah, recently. I think in the last two seasons there was something. Not, not gonna lie, actually like, this eh. this current season is pretty dry for me. Watch Food Wars with me. Watch watch watch, watch. I have the watch 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 it. Also that. Yakitate first. Yakitate first, not because it's necessarily better, but because it came chronologically it sets, first. Yes, and it sets it sets the expectation of what you can expect to see in Shokugeki. Yeah, I, I guess, yeah. That's fair. Um, I also think that I will say that like if you because it focuses on like only bread, for example, and like the topic is much more limited. So if you went the other way where you watch Shokugeki first, uh, it might not seem as good. It might not it might not make a lot of sense. Like, why would you want to head in that direction when you you would grow probably more in the Yakutate to Shokugeki uh, transition? Yakutate was shorter, right? Like it was two seasons. I think it was three, but I think it had a okay. bad, like a like a not good third season. Oh, okay. so so it's a two season anime. <laughs> kind I'm of like how, to uh, remember how many. One Punch Man is a one season anime, and <laughs> I thought it was One Punch Man. A Tsukihime anime would actually be pretty cool. I think. I think. How many? There is no Tsukihime episodes? anime though. 69 episodes of Yakutate. Nice. What? So it is three. Yeah, that would be three seasons. The third season was not terrible. It was just a departure, and you could tell that they were just running out of things to do with it. Okay, that's fair. It, it, it's not necessarily bad, bad, because the whole anime, it's not like it needed to be super serious or the premise wasn't exactly complicated. But anyways. Mm. Yeah. And Shokugeki mm-hmm. has how mm-hmm. many episodes? I I don't know number of episodes, but I Probably watched all four seasons yesterday. And but then if, at the I, end of it, I looked for a fifth. And yes, there's a fifth. So I'm actually missing the fifth season. Right. But there's, I think they have short seasons. Like Yakutate did uh, like the 20 plus episode seasons. This one failed at keeping a consistent number of episodes per season. So oh. I'm not actually sure. That's kind of weird. I just know that there are four seasons. All right. Um, and they had mid-season breaks, so I think that's how they justified having shorter or longer seasons mm-hmm. at times. So, yeah. I don't know. It's good. They had an entire curry arc, and I just... Oh, curry. Mm. And spicy food. Spice. And pastries. And, and, and... And they have a lot of influence with... Uh, by French cuisine, so there's a lot of like French terms in there as well. All right, I mean, 
a lot of cooking shows focus around French cuisine as a basis, even if it's like there's some like Asian background or influence, like a lot of culinary shows in general will always reference French technique because mm-hmm. they, they codified it is what it is. Because the problem with a lot of other cuisine types, it's not that they're not delicious or amazing. It's because when they present a uh, recipe, for example, they don't, they, they didn't codify, for example, sauteing. Sauteing, what is sauteing? It's pan frying. It's not difficult, but, they, but the French codified something. It was common sense. Almost everybody does it, but they made it into a procedure that people could follow a process that would be that would result in delicious Taught food and learned exactly. it's like if you said i That's did up of... some mushrooms in the pan people are like what do you mean but if i i said i sauteed mushrooms people are like oh hell yeah give me some of those mm-hmm. basically yeah it's it's the japanese too also codified a lot of techniques that are very specific because if you go and get like a very high end traditional uh full course meal mm-hmm. at like a ryokan somewhere um there's very specific techniques on how to handle fish uh seafood in general um tofu etc 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 there's there's actually a very specialized term for specific ways of cutting meat vegetables etc mm-hmm. so they've also done the same thing but that's because cuisine in japan is uh it's one of the non-material treasures of the world i can't remember the the specific certification name right now but it is classified as a a cultural um heritage item that like needs preservation that's that's weird just because that's almost every cuisine's background but i get you but you're right that like being specific about it codifying the language and the procedure goes a long way into Therefore, it being integrated and then reused by people. Anyways, UNESCO, that's all learning. That's what it is. And now you have it's learned. It's a UNESCO designation. Yes. So, yeah. Um, and, and like the cuisine is very focused on things like seasonal ephemeralness. There's, there's a poetry to it and it's taught alongside with the cooking itself. So definitely a cornerstone in the culture. And this is the cornerstone of the podcast, and we are now codifying the end of this episode. This is a well-defined and codified farewell message. This is a well-defined see you next time. This is a well-executed procedure of saying goodbye. And catch you later.